Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's a special time of the season. Time to give out some pedals. It's the All JM. Welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by Geek. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake. We got producer BBD in the corner, and Trevor still in Italia. Getting his Italy on, doing Italy things. If you want to go to Italy uh, and sit and watch Trev go on vacation, those are unavailable, not tickets. But if you want to watch Anything else that has tickets that are sold, you can go to SeatGeek. You can download the app. Link in the description to download the app. That's And you can get $20 off if you use promo code TALKIN. $20 off your first purchase with the promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. They let you know the good seats, the bad seats. They hook you up. They're the geeks when it comes to the seats. You know, you know, you want to get the best burgers, you need a... Uh, Burger Geek is best seats. Seat Geek. That's what's going on. Jake, are you excited to give out some pedals? James, it's pedal season. Yeah, you Seat Geek maybe over in Italy. Go see the Italian national baseball team. Their guy who would have had a lot of daisies, Mike Piazza, managing that team. Uh, so go go get your Seat Geek on over there. Um, I am. I am. It's become an iconic episode. Uh, controversy. All over it. Uh, although, I, I feel like when we get in the later months, there's less controversies, yet the controversy stakes are higher. Much higher, yeah. You know? So, yep. uh, started going through it. We got some good ones. Um, we are going to have to have tiebreaker Trev kick in a couple times from across the pond. Uh, that should be, be a, a mess. text message, correct? That should be a mess, yep. Um Debating sending a voice message just to get him riled up, but uh, we'll see what goes on there. But yeah, excited, excited to reward the boys who deserve to be rewarded, you know? I am excited. And just to let you guys, uh, you know, jog your memory, we are giving out pedals right now. At the end of the season, you know, some may have enough to get the full daisy. Actually... They're all going to get a daisy. It's just how many petals are on that are silver. Uh, yeah. If you win every month, then you would get me a silver daisy at the end of the season. That's very rare. One person did it last year. His name was Vladimir. It's Not Russian. On the streets, they call it the Vladdy. But someone might be coming for it. I'll see. We're not going to, we're going to try and have any silver daisy bias and give it to a guy just because he already got it, but maybe. And this is very important. Yeah. Very important. Actually, these guys aren't getting daisies. They're getting petals. They're getting petals. Show the end of the daisy year. Last year at the end of the year, someone will get a daisy when they win. Right. Fine. Right. Petals are on the daisy. Because we're not just giving away the month Simple. of May. This is April plus May. It is accumulative because at the end, we will find out who had the best season. It's the all-JM team. It's the all-JM team. Let you know who's on pass. It's on baseball reference. All right. In the Should future. We, it'll be in on the future of baseball reference, yes. Should we just get straight into it then? 
I think so. I mean, last up, it took a while because there was a lot of debates, a lot of first-month debates. Um, so I, I think we just dive right in. Now, Jake, you have yes. poked your head around. Yes. I have not. I kind of have my system. Um, right. And you, there are some fun ones still remaining. There are some, I mean, we're going to have to get some tiebreakers, I believe. There, there's a couple, actually one of the same ones from last month, I think you can still split with a hair, which is just brutal when you're in RC and you're trying to give out petals and daisies and petal daisies. Okay, let's do it then. Okay. We're going to go straight to the American League catcher. Is that where we start? I think we start with the American League catcher. Uh, the best catcher April was Sean Murphy. It was, there's a lot of, uh, guys that might have better stats, but they didn't play a lot. Um, now I'm looking at some numbers here, Jake, and I already kind of see something. Now I'll just say this. I don't see Sean Murphy getting my pedal. I don't know if you disagree or agree with that right off the rip. So I thought we were going to start with a little bit of a bang here because I think we're going to be kicking ourselves. We... We constantly like to think of ourselves wanting to reward someone if they ever earn the Vladdy, the full mm-hmm. silver daisy. And I think a player that was highly debated for the first month of the first pedal, they did not get it, and I think they're going to get it this month. It looks like the clear American League catcher winner. Ooh. Well, in my opinion, I suppose I'll have to rephrase it. I wonder if my search is coming up. You might have to change your shirt. Jonah Heim, Jim, which we talked about him a lot. Trevor was screaming about paternity leave. We love the stats, but the dude barely played. He's kept playing and he's kept he's kept hitting. Uh, Jonah Heim on the Texas Rangers. He's got a two sixty seven, three forty two, four eighty six slug. That's good for uh, weighted runs created plus of 142, which is really, for the AL catchers, it's in like a different area code. Um, so, uh, you know, I know you're editing your search right now, but... He wasn't popping up for some reason. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, he does I, stand... I think, he's, I think he's still technically not a qualified hitter. Yeah, I, I had lowered it. I don't know. I, I I refreshed and he's there. Okay. Um, the Rangers have been winning of late. He is catching uh, like a starting catcher. Yeah, like four out of five days. Uh, that was our complaint? Which was our, well, he, he and really it was fair. He 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 started one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He started ten games in April. Right. He started one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen games in May. Uh, which is normal for a catcher. They don't start every single day. And yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I For some reason, it wasn't coming up, and that's, I was, like, thrown for a loop sure. because then it was really interesting if he wasn't there. It got, like, to a four-guy race. So I won't even go into it because my head yeah. was, like, diving into that. No. Um, but, no, he, yeah, he's going to get my... He's going to get my days, my my pedal here. Yeah, it's... It's kind of easy. You're right that that next tier of Murphy, Kirk, Stassi, even like Vasquez, like it, it's it could have got a little messy. Yeah, Vasquez impressed by his hitting stats, but yeah, uh, Jonah Heim is still uh, above them, uh, essentially in every category. So, uh, you know, it's funny. He's the 
the tall catcher. I, I think we remembered him from previous years. Did he hit back-to-back grand slams or he hit home runs so from two grand slams in a game or something? Yeah, uh, and it was like, okay, who's this six-four catcher that's going in the MLB record books for some reason? But he's uh, he's having a great year and glad he's kind of won the job. I think Garver's been DHing and filling in and stuff, but. Jonah Heim, this is why we give out the pedals, man. Yeah, Garver's come back, and since Garver's come back, he's been DHing. Which, who, who was DHing before that for them? Not that this is important on this episode, but it sure. uh, looks like Solak got some DH spots, and, and the past, Miller, Garcia, Ibanez. Yeah, they were just kind of rotating it, I guess. Calhoun, he hasn't done in a while. All right, cool. All right, easy. Good. By next month, I think his plate appearance differential will, like, at this pace, fully not be mentioned in a month. Maybe. Keep being at this pace. Yeah. All right. uh, Next up, the American League first baseman. Now, Anthony Rizzo won this last year. He has had a pretty... Last month, he had a pretty bad May. I'm not sure if his April carries his May. I haven't looked yet. Looking now... um, doesn't seem like he's going to be getting a pedal for April plus May. So we will have a new winner. No silver daisy in the AL first baseman, which is the only position to ever yeah. give out a silver daisy. No, tough, tough break for my guy and dear friend, Tony Riz. Um, he, yeah, he, he just had a tough month and never fully clicked a couple tough series. Um, Jimmy, there's one guy who's hitting, uh, I think, is untouched. <laughs> And then where it went for me is some of the defensive metrics didn't like them. And I was looking at it. The defensive metrics also didn't like Anthony Rizzo, who, as we've watched Yankee games, he's been like a breath of fresh air from what we've seen. Yeah, and defensive metrics are nonsense. They get tricky, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, Jim, I'll see if you can find a competitor for him, but I think we're going to Trevor Plus's France for this. Yeah, France is it. Trev's in Italy, but we're going to France. Uh, it's Ty France. Yeah. Uh, he, his slash line on the season now is great. 342 batting average, 414 on base, 505 slugging. Yeah. For anyone that's listening to this, doesn't, is new to the game of baseball. If you slash lines goes 345. Big up to jump in. Big up to jump in. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. Leads the league in hit by pitches. Led the league last year in yeah. hit by pitches. My favorite Ty France stat is that he has started in 48 of 48 mm. games in the two-hole. Yeah. He, uh, 47 of 48 games, batting second, playing first base, one DH day. Love that from Ty France. 172 OPS plus. Tyler Lawrence France. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, I might might have to re-listen. You know I won't, but... Um, <laughs> I think he was kind of neck and neck with Rizzo, so I've got a little, I don't know if FOMO's the right term, but uh, I got a little bit no, of... No, you got Daisy remorse. I got day, I got pedal, Daisy pedal d- d- divorce. Yes, yes. And it drives me nuts. Now, can I say something to you about Ty France and then we'll move on? Yeah. His look doesn't match his name at all. You think so? You close your eyes, you picture a Ty France, you do not picture... The tie France Jar, yeah. jars me every time I watch a Mariners game. They talked about it on Chris Rose rotation a little bit. It's a, uh, it's a, 
A, it was a great listen. And, dude, this kid's getting a pedal, and he was a 34th-round pick. Like, the Ty France story kind of needs to be talked about more. And I know well, Hassan's trying, Piazza. and Rose is trying, but uh, he's a little, kind of a stocky king a little bit. Listed 5'11", 215. Yes, yeah, some um, of his looks to a me. stocky. Some of his looks um, have, like, this look. Uh, I'm going to show you on the big okay. screen. Has a young Evan Longoria vibe to me. Where like okay. once he gets some money, he's gonna be hot. He just has no idea what oh, to do with Oh, his him. future look should be great. <clears throat> he has no idea what to do with himself. Yeah. Right he's got a little kid buzz cut and kind of like, you know. So what if he's like two adjustments <clears throat> away? Yeah. Maybe if he went by like Frank Tyler, that way he's not losing his entire identity. You know, he still gets the Frank from France. No, no. He, and he looks like a Tyler France. He does not look like a Thai France. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think he's got Frank vibes to me. I think that would play to the build a little more. Um, I do like the caption on that article you brought up. Uh, Hitter's going to hit. It's true. The Thai France story. Thai France story. Congrats to Thai France. A pedal. No, he doesn't have a daisy yet. Not even close. But this is one step on the way. I do have one addendum Mm -hmm. before we move on to the next position. Shohei ha- has the silver daisy last year. He was a DH every month. He keeps saying, Vlad, he's the only one. Shohei as well. What? Yeah. What? Cole Awards farce. I don't think so. I think that was in retrospect. Hindsight daisy. I don't think we did DH sometimes. AL we did every month because it's like a position. AL we did. I looked through the logs when I made this last month, our, our back channel. When we did the episode in, in, yes. in, in like December, we were like, wow, Shohei's got a silver daisy as well? I believe so. We were like, oh, two people. I've never in my life thought Shohei got a silver daisy. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're just so excited. He did have an all-time season. Out. He did have a historically good season. Because hmm. he also got MVP over Vlad. Yeah. Guy pitches. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, for For now, Vlad's the the only one. Yeah, for now, Vlad is the only one. I'm going to stick with that. The Um, addendum could be fully right. Yeah. Mm. It probably is. Everything seems like it is. I'm not into it. So, AL second baseman? What the hell? He's got signed out of the account. Damn. Uh, American League second baseman. Um. This is a fun one. Second base has been a fun, a fun position. Uh, last month, uh, our guy Andres Jimenez got it from the Guardians. It was highly contested. Is he a second baseman? We didn't know. Uh, all the second base candidates were kind of dipsy do dunkaroos. I think <laughs> a couple <laughs> popular names have started to rise to the top on popular teams. Hmm, okay. Who do you got? Who are you looking at? The two names that popped up early for me in the American League are Jose Altuve, a second baseman for the Houston Astros. Trevor Story has gone from, what do we used to say? From shame, he's gone from shame to flame. That's an old talking baseball reference. And then our guy Espinel's lurking. Andres Jimenez is still around. 
How does Altuve not not meet the qualified? I don't know what the plate appearance number needs to be, but 34 games is he's probably just under. Yeah, he's just under. That's interesting. I do not to give away where I'm at too too early and don't want to convolute your process, although I'd love to send the text to Trev in Italy right now. I think it's Jose Altuve. I'll let, I'll let you scrub the numbers, but man, he's he's got the homers. Um you know, I know he's a couple games short, but uh, his slugging is absolutely through the roof. Uh, batting average on base, I mean, he's kind of, I was going to say he's head and shoulders above everyone, but I didn't want that to be seen as a joke because of my joking stances. You're always joking. So what he do you mi- think? So he missed time late April and then came back and he had a hell of a May. I mean, just an unbelievable May for Altuve. Yeah, I mean, hey, I don't... You got to take it all into account. I mean, he didn't contribute at all in April, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about one month carrying Mm. both months, like, completely. Right. Um, You know what I'm saying? He played 10 games in April... And had six hits. Right. So. April being the shorter part of the season now, I mean, it's over half the season at this point has been I, I, May. I, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying with April having a funky start. I guess who would you have in second place? Are you are you trying to bring Jimenez back into this? Um. Yeah, he's there, Owen Miller, but is he playing more first base? That was the what happened yeah, last time. Yeah, that's a whole Cleveland Guardians mess. It's Altuve. One month, that's kind of what we're doing. One month can cover for April, short month. But it is, it is a little weird for me to say he's been the best player April and May. But he, he was... He was not good in April and and injured. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean the let's be honest, the AL second base position is kind of messy. I mean, I think think of some of the other guys you named. It's not shots fired at all, but you know, Andres Jimenez, Santiago Espinal, Owen Miller. These are young people. Two of those young people are on the same team, trying to kind of set their path in this league. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, Trevor Story is Jose Altuve's. Same story, but, but he didn't get hurt. <clears throat> amplified more in recent weeks. He was just bad. Which would you rather have bad over mm. hurt? Uh, Altuve's month of May is Trevor Story's month of May doesn't touch Altuve's month of May. I mean, I think it's Altuve. Yeah, it's Altuve. I just don't like my pedal winners to take a month off. Usually, you hey, know? weird I year. To, I want you to be there throughout. Lockout, bro. This early, you'd like to think one out of two months, one month being bad, yeah, would still linger. But I guess he only played nine games in April. But it's still overall like his yeah his game number's not far enough off for me to want to veto it. I'm still on Altuve, but it is interesting. Congrats to Jose Altuve. Okay, next up, Jake. American League shortstop, 
JP Crawford got this yeah. for the month of April. Um, he missed time this month. This is an interesting one. This really is. Um, this I don't know if a <clears throat> text has to be sent. We might have to reveal our answer at the same time on this one because there's a couple guys that are in tight. We're playing bocce. We're measuring with feet right now. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to pull up some numbers that I don't even care about. Okay. Some non-Jimmy Lytics. Uh, the because... three names that I think we're probably going to talk about are Tim Anderson, Jeremy Pena, and Xander Bogarts. Y- yeah. Potentially J.P. Crawford still. You have another one? Or is that your fourth, Biebs? Okay. I value defense at short. Right. I do. Sure. Hard for me to give it to Anderson. Okay. Because he's... Doesn't pass the eye test at short right now. Um, He's bottom 10 uh, in outs above average. I, I haven't pulled up DRS but I'm guessing he's bottom 10 there. Um, The offense is amazing. 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 And it's so good that it may justify the defense for me. But there's a reason teams kind of go defense first at short over hitting because it's a very important position to have good defense at. And it's been a bad... um, Story there. So that's where I'm a little, and I don't even care about defensive analytics that much, but the eye test and the errors and, and kind of like balls, he's not getting, you know. I had the DRS leaderboards up. There are four, he's fifth lowest, basically. There's some ties stuff. There's like 25th around there. He, yeah, he's got minus two, which isn't far off from, from well, league average, which would be zero, and Bogarts is, is less than him. That's the, that's, the, that's the caveat is that Bogarts also isn't a whiz. And I, I do think, um, you know, Yankees fandom aside, this is the all JM team <clears throat> we're putting together, people. That stuff doesn't carry over here. Um, that Tim, if you're going Tim Anderson and Bogarts, uh, Timmy's kind of got him uh, across the board. Uh, not I mean, across the Tim board. Tim Anderson's numbers. He's played forty games. Yeah, he's got fifty-eight hits. He's got a 356 average and a 393 on base percentage with a 503 slugging. Now, where he has Xander is he has him in batting average by 30 points. Uh, the same on base percentage, but he has him in slugging by 20 points. Stolen bases by six. Mm-hmm. So, I, same home runs. Xander's got more doubles. If it's TA and Bogarts, it's TA. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so, uh, I think where this exercise is really going to be a test for you. Well, let's do J.P. Crawford first because his numbers are still very nice. 306 batting average, 399. And he's played more games than Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson has played 40 games. J.P. Crawford has played 45. So, um, you know, the offensive stats. Now, Go on. The defensive numbers don't like him either. Right. That's short. 
Right, which is this is where this is where defensive numbers and small sample size get tricky because JP Crawford is a guy that's won a Gold Glove. I don't care. Oh, yeah, I gotta get off. I don't, I don't. You know, I don't put any stock in his numbers. I gotta get off that. Page. So so. I think J.P. Crawford's going to be tough, and let's throw Jeremy Pena in the mix. He does have more homers than Anderson. That's kind of about it. Uh, he's still, he has a 141 WRC+, plus, 282, 331. They're a different league offensively. Tim Anderson crushes him. But I think the defensive numbers love Jeremy Pena, which, what do we do with that? I mean, he's a guy that the Houston Astros trusted enough to replace platinum glove Carlos Correa he's young it seems like the numbers like him at shortstop so I don't know I I think this is where the rubber meets the road is that a phrase Mm, yeah sure it is a phrase and I think you're using it correctly we should just send Trev a text anyway for his catcher first base if he like has him or is he only doing it I asked him to do that and he made it seem like that wasn't happening so okay all right. Um, interesting. Uh, I'm going to Anderson. The numbers are so good. Yeah. That will we'll have to. They're so good. Because they're, the right st- they're still video game numbers. They're still not real. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Tim Anderson. Okay. I want to reveal don't at the same like, time, but I was going Anderson too. I don't like having a bad defensive shortstop. Right. But you do like having a 356, 393. And leadoff guy. Is that hitting yeah. good enough? Setting the tone every game. Yeah. Um, he has not really been the problem in Chicago. Um, the stolen bases, too. I think mm-hmm. he's he's third. Jeremy Pena, I've been hot on him all, all season. So we haven't disagreed yet? No, really. but. If, if Jeremy Pena can get just another tick up and it becomes a fun conversation, that'd be fun. There are arguments here. I think Anderson has Bogarts beat. Pena and J.P. Crawford are the same argument, but kind of like you're saying, those are... Their stats are still real life. Tim Anderson's not, and he shouldn't be punished for that. Yeah. No, I mean, his numbers are insane. Are we ready to clap or no? Yeah, good job, T.A. Good job, Tim Anderson. American League third base last year, and this is the Daisy winner from 2021, Jose Ramirez. He didn't get more pedals than Devers last year, but he got the yeah. Daisy, and Devers just has the pedals. Ooh. These two are at it again. He turned it on. God. They're at it again, huh? These guys are going to hate each other. I don't think they would. I think these guys I like think each similar other temperament. Yeah. I think they like each these other guys a lot. guys love each other. I have uh, bad news for you, though. Yeah. This is tough. Yeah. I don't know how much thinking out loud we want to do. I think we think out loud, but I think we should one, two, three, and then we both say it. Because otherwise... I mean, this is a two-horse race, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. It's it's, uh, it's J-Ram and R-Dev. Devas and Ramirez coming down the stretch. Yeah, the, the next guys on the list are clear, clear tier below. Um, I got to get into some, I got to get in the weeds here yeah, a little get, bit. Get some Jimmy Lytics going. I, I am going to, I am going to Jimmy Lytic this one. I know you are. I, I'm going to give the people a couple numbers both ways, both ways, ref. 
It's called an umpire. There's more sports. Anyways, <laughs> Rafael Devers is hitting 340 to Jose Ramirez's 297. Those and, are, and, and that's large, but keep going. That's large. Jose Ramirez does have him on on base, 391 to 370. So, Which is a little wild. Which is a little wild uh, and might show some of the Jose Ramirez respect factor the pitchers give. Jose Ramirez has him by about 45 points in the slugging department. Um, Rafael Devers has scored 10 more runs. Devers leads the league in runs. How about that? Leads the league in hits. Leads the league in doubles. Leads the league in total bases. Jose Ramirez. It was Ramirez. It's a Batman Dark Knight reference. He leads the league in triples, which you love, and runs batted in 51 RBI at the 44-game mark of this season. Who's that? Jose Ramirez. Okay. He's currently on pace. Uh, I'm doing turkey math because that's how I'm operating. He's on pace for about a buck 90 RBI. So, I'm going to look at some Devers stats. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at some Devers stats. Have you seen anything that you're, you're feeling right now? I saw something that uh, swayed me away, uh, swayed me the opposite way of what I was originally feeling. Okay. Really? Yep. I saw something that swayed me the opposite way from what I was originally feeling. I don't know if you want me to share it. I don't know if you don't want me to share it. Do you uh, think it's shareable? Yeah, I think so. Um, this is tough, dog. Uh, baby, 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 baby. Say no, baby, 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 uh, baby over there. Baby, 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 baby. I have my pick. Um, let me just keep looking, man. Should I download the Make It Big app and write down my answer? Make it big. And I have a stat that I've been looking at oh that I don't, I don't know if it's the same one you've been looking at and just haven't want to brought up. But you're the, the opposite thing you oh, thought thing. I just don't think another it is. Another one that sways it back a little bit. Another stat. Oh my God. I'm, I'm seesawing over here. Got a seesaw going. I'm on. off a cliff. Text Trev just, just so we can test his responsiveness okay. and see what he says first. Okay. But then I guess turn the phone upside down. Yeah, then I can't look, so we'll see. You won't know exactly how quick. Text well, him and then give your phone to BBD. Turn it upside down. I, hey, I'm, I'm really zigzagging here. Okay. Can I, do you want me to share some stuff with you? I am texting Trevor. Um, I just downloaded the Make It Big app, and I'm going to write in my pick. So you know it's your stats aren't affecting my pick. Unless they do, and then I'll change it. Oh, I, the Make It Big app is with a text on the screen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not that wiener huh. stuff. Uh, hello. Yeah, okay. So first I went to splits, right? We love a good split. Um, and Trav texted back, instantly said, looking now. So he is, he is on it over there. Okay. Um, all right, so first I went to splits, and I saw that J-Ram crushing righties. Right. League average against lefties, and the power is saving him. 
186 average versus lefties, 271 on base versus lefties, 736 OPS. That's something. It's of note. Uh, you're not doing it against both arms. We have some some situations coming up like this at other positions. Just an FYI. Devers. Good splits versus both. Better versus righties, but versus lefties, 359, 359, and then 887 OPS. So notable against both. So I like that more for Devers. Yeah. He's doing it against both arms. You don't yeah. have to... A little more slappy against the lefties, which a lot of players are wired. Yeah, that that's fine. Also, no walks against lefties. That's a little odd to me. Maybe just more bat to ball because he's have a different swing. Slapping. I don't know. Number. Then I went to kind of um, runners on, right? Or, sure. or, or clutch or whatever. And Devers is doing majority of his damage with the bases empty. Mm. But his numbers with the bases on are still... His OPS is still good, um, but he's losing average um, for power, which is a little fun with, with runners on. I guess, maybe not. Let the strikeouts go up. Uh, the strikeouts don't go up. They go way down. I like that a lot. J-Ram with runners on. He is really good with runners in scoring position. Mm. Like, really good. Like a 400 batting average, a 510 on base. And a one-dot slugging. Now, they probably pitch around him when runners are on a good amount, which helps that on base percentage and the nine walks. Uh, but when he does get a pitch to hit, he's got three doubles, three triples, and five homers. So I like that for J-Ram. So I'm zigzagging. J-Ram has six stolen bases. He's got a little more speed. Traditionally seen as a better defender than Devers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I'm drawn to the to the strikeout and walk rates a little bit. Uh, so Ram's we, we cited be. he's got the the walk stuff, which which we've gone back and forth on. But the strikeout rate, not that Devers on the season is 18% strikeout rate. That's pretty good, better than league average, I believe. But uh, Jose Ramirez just isn't striking out. Seven point eight percent, and he and he's doing that without sacrificing power. He still it beats him in homers. He has all the triples. It's really tough, man. It is a really tough one. Um, Devers is mostly hitting in the two hole, especially of late, and he has JD and Bogarts protecting him behind him, whereas J Ram is hitting in the three-hole. He's got, now it's Owen Miller behind him. At the start of the season, it was Reyes. A little less protection there. Um, a little less guys in front of him. If Trev was here, I'd wait till I was third and hope you guys agree. Right. Uh, would be my strategy. Um, I'm giving mine to J-Ram. Trevor Plouffe's pick is in, um, as is mine. I wrote it on the Make It Big app. I wrote down Jose Ramirez. Trevor Plouffe voted Rafael Devers. Mm. Um, so, if you're if that was your strategy, you would have put in a tighter corner. Uh, Trevor Plouffe's reasoning was a lot of bold on Devers' baseball reference page right now. 
There is a slight Trevor Plouffe twist that does make the pick a little icky. He said, lots of bold, I'm a double guys to, I'm a doubles guy too, in parentheses, third in AL one year, my B. Okay. So it's a little bit of a stinky pick. Well. The Devers pick is not stinky, reasoning it by one year you weren't strong enough to hit homers. Not as great, Trev. It's really, really tough. It's really, really close. It's tough. Defense, I think, you know, I just watched Devers boot one. It's Ramirez. I think I think J Ram's the guy. Like you face the the Guardians right now. Like that's the scouting report, a one guy right. you want to get out, and he's still doing it. Devers is a guy like that. Absolutely. I'm scared right. when he comes to the plate. I am. But they got a lot of guys. So, guys. all right. All right. I'm, I'm like a Band-Aid. Congrats to J-Ram. J-Ram, going to be doing this conversation a lot. Did a lot last year. Yeah. Damn. All right. Damn. Left field. We got to run into some easy ones here. Please. 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 Mm. Please. Stephen Kwan won left field last year. Mm, what a month. From the kid. Is he still in the running? We're going to left field. That's what I got, yeah. Left field in the American League. And then we have some <laughs> graphic pop-up like they do in award shows. Jim, uh, a couple names coming up. Uh We've actually got a lot of AL options. Um, Jordan Alvarez going to have to check some game played stuff. You guys know what he does on the offensive side of the field. Uh, his slugging, uh, if there wasn't a guy named Aaron Judge, I think he'd be leading the AL in home runs. I might hear his name later, not sure. Um, then there's kind of the other side of the coin of a baseball player, Andrew Benintendi has kept up his hot start to the season. Will he be moved at the trade deadline this year? And then, like, Austin Hayes is in the mix for for your birds in Baltimore. Um, I don't know if you're seeing any other names pop up. Uh, Quan looks like he's fallen off. No, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out um, if Alvarez is eligible. He's played 41, he started 41% of his games in left field. It's actually a decent chunk now. What, what did we say? Was it over 50? Did we have a, a, a determining factor? Was that for a draft we did maybe Yeah, once? I think those were for draft. I, I think we were doing more of a feel thing. Because um, if Alvarez can also win it for DH, you want to leave a little opening. For left field. He's played a good amount of left field. Just tricky because it basically what's happening in Houston is him and Michael Brantley have a platoon. Michael Brantley's played 21 games in left field, 22 at DH. Um, and Jordan Alvarez has played. I have 25 at DH, 18 and left. Bingo. Uh, and b by the way, it is one of the smaller left fields. Uh, Brantley's starting to get up there. An age, never been necessarily a defensive ringer. Jordan, 
Uh, his straight line speed actually always surprises me, uh, but not known for his defense. Um, which, if we're going there, I don't know. It feels a little... I would have liked a little more juice from those what I just looked up. I like Benny's numbers. I don't hate Benny's numbers. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm leaning Ben Intendi's. 329 average, 398 on base, 428 slugging, 826 OPS. Um, he's playing every day in left field. Yeah, he's playing, Four- he's playing every day in left field. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to. I th- I think I'm going Benintendi. Um, my only thing here, my only caveat is, and I'm going to put an asterisk here, is like if Alvarez loses the DH, then I'd give him left field. I think he's eligible for both. I completely understand what you're saying. So if we get to ALDH and it's Shohei or it's JD, right, and they beat Alvarez. Then he would bump Benny in left field. That so that that's my final decision. That we make the rules, and I'm allowed to say that. If if there's something that we want to make him more eligible for DH, like his savant, like outfield tracking, like just outfield jump stuff doesn't come up. I don't think he's played enough games for that yet. If that helps you, punt on him a little bit. I'm in lockstep. Oh, you agree with me? I'm in lockstep. Okay. Because it feels like Jordan, Jordan has outperformed Andrew Benintendi this year. Yeah. As a um, left fielder. Dude. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, 12 more home runs from Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, but if Benny's playing um, a good brand of defense, which I don't know because he kind of went back and right, forth on he, that. I have no idea. Hey, Royals fans, is he looking good yeah. in left field? Because he, I mean, we saw him play good and we saw him like really get bad. And then I don't know where he's at now. But, but yeah, I mean, Jordan's outplaying him, but I just don't know if it's, like, easy, easy, easy. Um, yeah, it's Ben and Tenny for now. And One we'll see. clap for Benny and then two other claps for Jordan. No, I mean, I'm actually really happy for Ben and Tendi in a, in a contract year. Um, he's coming through and playing well, so good for him. Slapping it around, playing a playing a different brand of baseball that can be very successful. Remember all Peter Gammon's old weird tweets about Benny? Just talking about his body? He's kind of right. Well, I mean, that's what Cora said, too. Is Right. Oh, everyone said it, but the way Gammon's phrased yeah. it was more so what I was talking about. Yeah. Love hey, you, Uncle Pete. a fucking doozy in center field. Oh. Might be the same situation. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Like, doozy. It's, it's, Mike, it's, it's Mike Trout and Aaron Judge. Oh, boy. Um, oh, God. Judge's center field is, like, upped a little, right? He's actually... He's been playing a good amount of center field. All right, how about this? This is where I can... Judge leads the league in homers by a wide margin uh, for this early in the season. Um, last I checked. Leads the league in runs. Judge has a 309 batting average of 376, a 669 slugging, a 1.4 OPS. I mean, uh, Trout has him 
They're the same. My average Trout has him in on base. Uh, Judge has him in slugging. Uh, Trout has him in OPS. Here's what's going to happen, Jim. I'm going to shout out some guys that deserve a quick mention, but they are clearly below this. George Springer is having a nice year, not on the same level of Trout and Judge. Buxton had a monster slump, missed some games. Luis Robert, starting to go. Julio Rodriguez. Those guys just aren't on the same level, unfortunately. Jim, this question, and now I don't want the people to get too rowdy at us. I think Trout and Judge are a tier above everyone. The only question would then become right field where Judge is still eligible. Trout is not. Trout's been playing strictly center field. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's why I said it might be the same situation, but I don't know what's going on in right field. Judge lost that last year, last last uh, last thing. So, um, how many games has how many games has Judge played? Aaron Judge has played forty six games. Sixteen of them are in center field. Mm. Something against it's only thirty four percent. I think it's Trout. Yeah, I think something against his center field candidacy would be. I don't know how many of those games he finished the game in center field. We don't know how many nine innings in center field games he's got. James, you you said it earlier today. It's nuts that the best guys in baseball be the best guys in baseball. And it's Mike Trout. It's insane. His stats are Uh, lunacy. Really really good call by BBD. Um, 11 of judges starts in center field. He's moved to right field. So... I think Springer's yeah. got a similar the amount the amount of complete going. games in center field is I mean sixteen minus eleven like what are you saying five I honest to God I'm surprised he's got that right? many games five. finishing over there five games he's finished. are any of those a straight seven yeah I don't get I don't get two phased by that you, you get moved off the can position. be part of your team's game plan you know it's, you, you get moved it's off part the position of it. you're you can't Winning that position. There's defense players that's better at that than you. Six complete games in center field compared to Trout's four. Like, like Trout already won. Yeah. Trout already won. The combo's over. It's Mike Trout. The count, like Springer does kind of the same thing, but he starts like a lot of games in center and goes over. So, like, he would be, I think, fully eligible. It's a conversation. He did it. Yeah. Trout's got him in OPS plus. Judge has him in total bases. Good stuff. No steals for for Trout on the year. Aha! Three for Judgey. Chump. All right. Moving the right field. Now, this is where Judge is eligible. <clears throat> I'm going to be more eligible. Taylor Ward. Missed some time. Yeah. Still absolutely nuts. He has him. He still has him. Ooh. Um, I think I might disagree a little bit. Um, I mean, the on-base percentage number is pure insanity. Um, the 34 games to 46 games does feel a little significant in what we're doing here. Ex-college teammates, these two. Yeah, a couple couple Fresno State lads. Um, Judge, like you mentioned, 18 home runs. Uh, that is eight more than Taylor Ward. Um, 309, 376, a 669 slug for the Judge. 359, 472, 709 for Ward. So, in those numbers, he does have him beat. Got him beat in every slash line. 238 OPS plus to 198. The 12 games don't phase you at all. 
50 more plate appearances by we Judge. We already kind of did this with Altuve. So it would be the same thing I was trying to and, and walked away from there. For Altuve? Yeah, he played a lot plate less games. Gap. Altuve played a lot less games than the other guys. Four less games than Jimenez. He didn't come up in the qualify. I don't know. What, I don't know what it was, but he was less than. Um, sure. Yeah, that's Ward for me, man. He's he's winning in every slash line. Let's see, Judgey runs, RBI, homers, some of the traditional ones. It's really close. I mean, part of me wants to give it to Ward just because, again, what a, not aberration, but how beautiful this year has been for him. Yeah. The runs created plus 238 for Ward, 198 for Judge. It's kind of nuts. The walk rate is 17%. Yeah, I mean, the the walk rate is mind-boggling. I uh, and I think Ward got hurt making a play in the field. Sure. Sure. And missed some time. Um, and the start was he didn't start the season with the team. So, right. You know, since he's been up, I actually don't think he's missed that much time at all. I might put it in our Italian God's hands. Okay. For me, it's it's Ward. I think Aaron Judge being out there every day, he's he's arguably the MVP of the league. Well, I mean, he ha- he. I mean, Ward you know? Ward basically has been out there every day since um, he got called up. I think he, I think it's like, I don't think he went to the IL. If the American League MVP vote was today, who do you think gets it? I mean, that's a hard way to put it. Which is okay. why we're doing our own award. Right. Because MVP is a judge has been more valuable. Well, actually, I don't know. Ward may be more valuable. That's what than I'm Angels. saying. It wasn't a it wasn't a poking question. It was a genuine question. I think Ward's numbers are more impressive. They're they're video game numbers. They're sure. Like super high. So are judges. I think since they've been starting Ward, he missed five games and in one of those he pinch hit so he missed like three games since they started him when he was banged up but they didn't start using him until the 16th of april yep so not his fault manager wasn't didn't wasn't locked into that manager manager motivated him uh i'm going aaron judge um i think he's the mvp of the league i think what he's doing at the plate Right now, um, I think the the games here matter for me more than at the other positions. Um, and yeah, I might even even with the center field twist and kiss, I, I think I think that benefits Judgey here. So I'm going Judge. I've texted our Italian prince to break it up. We'll see when he gets back to us. Do we want? Check out the DH position. Yeah, I'm hoping it's Alvarez, but I know JD got pretty hot, and I think uh, fuck it's JD. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Ben and Tendi. It's JD. 
Let's see. I mean, JD doesn't hit a lot of home runs, but he got 17 doubles just using yeah. that wall. He's got a 369 huh. batting average. He's got a 429 on base percentage. He's got a 573 slugging. He's got a 1. OPS. He's got a 187 uh, one runs created plus. Uh, I mean, it's J- JD, and then Jordan would slide into left field. Yeah. So we gave two claps for Yordan before, so he will now slide into the left field position. We'd rather have him out there than Benny. It's, tough. it's a tough break for Benny. It's a brutal break <clears throat> for Benny, but I think he'd understand. No, I don't think he would. Really? I, I, really, I really don't. I, said, I think he would say, I play every day. Interesting. Which is like what you're saying about Judge. Like, he's out there every day. I think ben, I think you're thinking of a young Benny. I think a, a Benny at this point in his career would look at, like, how Jordan's, for a contract. how Jordan's built, and he'd say, oh, yeah, I get it. I think he takes pride in being out there. I get it. It's tough. It's a tough little privet. Your AL right fielder for the months of April and May. Straight from Italy, Trevor Plouffe selects Taylor Ward. Congratulations to Ward. One is nice. One dot one is nicer. We Trevor Plouffe. Yankees lineup just came out, and it's exactly what we predicted. Bang biscuit. All right. I want to tell y'all an old joke that I don't think we can do anymore. <clears throat> okay. American League starting Something pitcher. Something along the line of suck our ducks. Ooh. American League starting pitcher. Boo. BBD, I'm going to text you. Trevor just sent a picture. I mean, I've obviously loved Trevor walking around Italy with his glove and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, the fact that he's now casting his ballot while he's looking at beautiful Italian sights is just fantastic. Oh, he's like out about. <clears throat> just fantastic. Uh, ale pitcher? Yeah. You made a groan, I believe. I don't like doing the pitchers. If I, if I was to not give pedals out to right. pitchers, I would not give pedals. Not, yeah. not, uh, <clears throat> not because I don't like pitchers at all. It's just too convoluted. It's easier at the end of the season. It's an end of judge. year tab. Like going month by, like, is, is it, there, there's so many, and it's more daunting. You know, every team has one third baseman. They got five pitchers. There's just more uh, to look at. Last year, we didn't give it out every month. Like, those worst kind of, we talked about it, and, and I had to do some That's guesswork. That's what I felt with Shohei. That's what I thought, I thought we were with Shohei, too. Shohei, we did, because Zayo has a DH. Makes but sense. did you listen to all the episodes? I, I didn't go back to this, but I remembered last year we did it every time. I don't think like, we did. I would just want to give Shohei. It was such an easy award. conversation. I thought we had the every first time. two months we just gave him the yeah the freak award. Like, well, Shohei gets an award because he gets an award. Like that's what we did the first. Couple I think months. that's why we did it the first time. But it was also so maybe it's not a silver daisy. We were like giving him his own thing. It's like a. Freak I wrote down daisy. on April last year. It's like we had a very specific sentence about him, and every month it's like, "Oh, it's Shohei again," because it was not a conversation ever. James, we do look at pitching a little differently. Um, well, no, Trev just looks at expected 
and it's a results-based award. Well, some people are pitching war guys, which I don't really know what to do with that. Although I do feel a little more respect for Zach Wheeler after watching the Phillies. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Uh, holy smokes. Martin Perez has an argument. Nestor Cortez Jr. has an argument. Yeah, those are the two. Um, and then also like Manoa um, and McClanahan. Those are kind of the guys I'm seeing that need a closer examination. Um, a couple things that jump out. I mean, we, this may make some people mad. We are ERA guys. We like, how many earned runs did you allow? I realize there's some defense and stuff that ties into that, but pitching, you can also play towards your defense or your ballpark or whatever you're doing. Um, War loves Kevin Gossman. Um, some of the strikeout stuff. Some of the outliers. Um, I think I might just go Martin Perez. A, in the words of Trevor Plouffe, fuck pitchers. B, he's got the lowest ERA. He hasn't given up a home run this year. What he's been doing is is incredible. Incredible. He's the standout. I'm trying to look at game log stuff a little bit. Um because um Kleinan also is um is my two. Okay. Fifty eight innings pitched. He leads those four that we were talking about innings pitched. Um, he's been so fucking good. I mean, his worst start, depending on how you want to. Damn, man. McClanahan has allowed more than four hits twice. He's allowed less than, he's allowed four or less hits. Kleinan's allowed four or less hits in seven or in eight of his 10 starts. Four or less hits in eight of his 10 starts. Pretty good. He's never allowed more than three earned runs in a start, but neither has Perez. But Perez has allowed one earned run or less in seven of his nine starts. Is anyone, is either of these scheduled to pitch today? May 31st, the last eligible day. Let's see. McClanahan pitched on the 29th, so no. no. And Martin just pitched, too, I believe. No, uh, he, he might be pitching. On, he pitched on the 26th. So is he pitching today? Rangers yes. probably. He's pitching today? Mine is in limbo. Against the race. My vote is in limbo. Don't even ask Trev. He's going to say. Not asking Trev. <clears throat> um, how about this? Let's lay it all out there. Let's go to, because I like a lot, I like McClanahan too. What does Perez's line have to be better than to get the pedal? And people are going to wake up and listen to this tomorrow. If he allows, if he goes, 
If he goes five innings pitched, it's got to be less than one run. He can do a 5-2. Really? And still get it for me. Um, I was debating 6-2 in my head if that was my cutoff. But he, he doesn't... I mean... His first two starts of the year hurt him. Four innings pitched, three and runs. Four innings pitched, three and runs. So he wasn't going deep in the games. He wasn't. They weren't. It was early spring. Since he's been allowed to go seventy pitches and and, right. and you know get geared up, he's been unbelievable. Like since after those first two starts, he's gone forty eight point one innings pitched with a zero seven four ERA. Like he just needed. Those were his last two spring training games because of the yeah. lockout. Since then, he's been incredible. So he doesn't need much. I, I, I might give it to him right now, but if he blows, it's more that. Like, he okay. has it, but he could blow it. That's okay. what I, for me. So five and two. Martin Perez has it unless he blows it tonight. Okay. And as people are listening to it, it's tomorrow. You're already going to know. So we'll find out. So maybe congrats to Martin Perez. <sighs> That's fucking nuts, man. But Max has been really good, too. Just incredible. Calling him Mac. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Macs get called Mac. Should we go over to the National League, Jim? Yeah. These episodes go so fucking long. It's brought to us by Mizzen. Mizzen and Maine Backyard Golf Challenge. Jake's wearing his Mizzen shirt. You got to check out our Backyard Golf Challenge. Some of these guys, actually, do we have any pitchers? Levins is a pitcher. Moylan's a pitcher. And they were playing in it. Haters a reliever. Yep. We have any starters? Caprellian play? Uh, I forget if Cap played. He might have just watched. But go check out the Backyard Golf videos and head to MizzenInMain.com. You can use code JOMBOY20 to get 15% off. Thank you to MizzenInMain for sponsoring this awesome series of content. It's on the JM Baseball YouTube. They have really comfortable, flexible athletic wear that, you know, it's not going to get you hot. It's going to be breathable. You're going to look good. You can wear it on date night. You can wear it on the course, and no one's going to blink an eye. They're going to go eyes wide open and not miss seeing you. Don't blink your eyes. Thanks, Mizzen. All right. Now, I hope, Jake, yeah, that we have some easy ones coming up. So I think we might, Jim. I mean, I, I don't want to over-tee it up. Over-tee it up, is that don't a phrase? over-tee it up. Hey, can you do me a favor and just don't over-tee it up for me? Oh, you know, you over-teed that one up. I was so excited. Jim, we will start with the National League catching position. Uh, there is one curveball here. Uh, it's my guy, Dalton Varsho, uh, from the Snakes, who is again playing catcher in center field. Uh, I don't think he has the games for catcher. Um and then I'll, I'll let you look into that briefly. What Dalton Varsha is doing this year is awesome. At the end of the year, I might just throw two pedals at him and say, don't fucking tell anyone I did this. Just told everyone. Shit. Um, <laughs> I think it comes down to Wilson Contreras and Tyler Stevenson um, in the National League. Uh, Wilson- was Contreras? Oh, Real Muto kind of last time. So, Wilson Contreras... Uh, the only question is his defense. Uh, I think St- Stevenson is considered a high-level defensive place and player. Contreras is not. Um, and it was how much is he DHing? Him and Stevenson have essentially played the similar amount of games at catcher. I don't think Varsho can get it. He's only, he's only 
um, started 14 games. Yep. Uh, so uh, the question is, Tyler Stevenson, who his offensive numbers are very nice, 306, 366, uh, 468 slugging, good for a 131 weighted runs created plus in 34 games. Is that enough to usurp Wilson Contreras? His seven homers, uh, 264, 387, 486. Stevenson not qualified right now, if that's anything that matters to you at all. 34 games to 40. Um, dude, I don't know. I think I don't know and I don't care. Okay. It's the main thing. Contreras? Why did Stevenson get hurt? Stevenson. I had down Contreras. Um he's got eleven more uh runs scored. I know people really care about that. Um offensively, I think he's just been a tick better. On base, slugging, out there for more games. I think Stevenson has gotten a boost from playing in Cincinnati a little bit. Stevenson, I think end of April, missed 10 games. Why did he do that? Bad call by him. Stevenson batting fifth him over. for the Reds. Contreras batting... Contreras batting third. Now nah, they bumped him up to second recently for the Cubs. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go Contreras, and I'm not going to think about it any more than I have to. Might be traded. Maybe he gets bennied later on. Um, how about this? I think Wrigley, that's tough to hit at earlier in the year because of their weather conditions. Contreras's numbers are down at home. They're up on the road. Stevenson, who Cincinnati's always been considered a hitter's park, his numbers are much better at home. So I think that's where you get the weighted ranks created. Plus, it's Wilson Contreras. Dude, I'm going to need Will Smith and Real Mudo and, yeah. like, step up. Summer's here. You know? Yeah, summer's here. Summer's here. Like, seriously about it. Sorry, Reds fans. Some of you probably thought you were about to get something there. No. But no. I mean, we have a Reds fan in the office now. We do. Maybe he'll be upset. Just go out there and yell, no paddle. No paddle. Hey, this is an easy one. Yes. Uh, NL first base. One, two, three. Pauly G. Paul Goldschmidt. Easy, easy, easy. Are you hitting? Are you sexy? Are you Paul Goldschmidt's puppy? Now, Freeman might be coming for him. He got hot recently, but it's Paul Goldman. Freddie's on his ass a little bit, um, but he's getting a boost from some defensive numbers where Paul isn't. Paul's a former gold glover. Um, I think all the first basemen are getting hurt by defensive metrics. So I, it's Paul Goldschmidt. He's 352, 418, 626 slug. Freeman, tier below that. Alonzo, tier below that. CJ Corona, tier below that. Good job, Paul Goldschmidt. Thank you for making it easy for us. So that's the good news. I think we're stumbling upon the bad news. This is one that I looked at that was 
I think our tightest one last time, and I still think it's tight as shit. So in the AL, just a step back, yeah, we have three players still eligible for Silver Daisy. Right. That's cool. That is good news. That's good news. Um, Jimmy, so you're saying this is going to be messy? I'll cut through the crap for you. Jeff McNeil having a nice year. Most of his games aren't at second base, so he may pop up, but I don't think he qualifies, which makes it a two-man race between Tommy Edmond and Jazz Chisholm, an argument we had a lot last month. I believe Tommy Edmond edged him out because Jazz Chisholm's platoon splits. Jazz Chisholm not hitting lefties. He's still not hitting lefties. Tommy Edmond... His numbers are significantly better against righties, against or against lefties, against righties, which the majority of pitchers are. Tommy Edmond is much more closer to a slightly above average ball player than a daisy potential winning ball player. Jim, I looked at this one for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're going with Luis Guillerme. And I love what Guillerme is doing. I think he was 16 for his last 30 recently. I mean, he 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 keeps playing. He's going to take over. I love his beard. Um, defense mentally becomes a factor. I think Jazz is good. Tommy Edmond just won the gold glove. Jazz has the power and speed, yet Tommy Edmond is winning the stolen base game. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, day in, day out, I think I lean Jazz Chisholm, but when you mix in a lefty, he's basically out, and then how bad are How bad are Jazz's splits? They're not good. But how bad are they? He's a junior. Jazz Chisholm Jr. Is his dad named Jazz? Oh, Jazzrado Hermes. Jazz Chisholm has played 14 games against lefties, only 23 at-bats. Uh, he is two for 23, 087, 083. They don't even start him. Basically. So he can. No, you can. I mean, I'm sorry, but you can't be a platoon. Like, they don't. Does Do they really sit him? He's only got 23 at bats. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going to go to. And that starts turning oh. warty. Like, if the coach doesn't play him, but he's got a 993 OPS against righties. Like, if this was righties only. Jazz Chisholm would land in a win in a landslide. So when a lefty's out there, they start John Birdie. Birdie, 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 rocking everywhere. What are Birdie's numbers versus lefties? Love whenever we get some John Birdie talk going. Now that they, they've recently started Chisholm versus a lefty. John Birdie this year, 300, 967 OPS versus lefties. Similar plate appearances to Jazz Chisholm. Exactly the same, actually. So, there's not a ton of lefties. Yeah, I don't know. I was curious if we can figure out how, they like how many opportunities has he had to start a game there. Jazz? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. And he started one that I'm seeing. I think, I think one. Based on the played appearance numbers, I believe that. What if it was somehow? Oh, we started two. 
So let me find out how he did in these. Who are these two lefties he started off of? You're right. It's like the coach is doing this, right? Is, right. is it career? Like last year he couldn't hit him. He started against. Now I'm just finding three lefties he started off of. And also like what? What number Four. does it have to be? Started half the games. Or Should something. we each split it and make Italian Trev decide? Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want? I'll I'll, I'll go Edmund because I I really in my heart of hearts if if a team doesn't start you versus any pitcher on any day, you know, then are you a JM All Star? Or an all JM guy, dude. This is—it's an absolute mental pretzel because Tommy Edmond is also bringing his glove to the game. He just got gold on it, um, but dude, against right-handed pitchers, which is the majority of pitching you're going to see, Tommy Edmond has a 7.34 OPS. Jazz I, Chisholm's a 9.90, and Jazz defensive second is also good. Ball player, but I fully understand what you're saying. So I. I'm all like, like if, it's, if, it's a play, if it's a playoff game and they're facing Max Fried, is Chisholm starting, or is he is he sitting on the bench in a playoff game versus a lefty? That's, I don't know. That's so weird. You'd think that organization, the young guy like Jazz, who's doing all that he is against righties, like try to. But then birdies get like, him lefty. And he's the birdies. Yeah, but birdie dude. god coming in versus lefty. He started versus Freed, Manea, and someone else, and uh, Lauer. Three of the tougher lefties this year. Yeah, that's kind of odd to me. Starts versus the tough lefties. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me what Trev says. I texted Trev. They get birdie the the easy guys. Cannot wait to see his. Yeah, got to keep birdie hot. Um, we will get our second base answer in a second from Italian Trev. Shall we go to the shortstop position? Last year, Jazz, the numbers are definitely worse against lefties, but they're not a huge fall off. Playable? Not good enough. Yeah, playable. High sixes OPS. Not great, but playable. Lower the numbers. Yeah, hey, it's for me, shortstop in the NL is a two-man race. Okay. It's Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor. Um, they're awfully similar. Uh, Trey's got four more doubles. Lindor's got four more homers. Trey's got five more hits. Lindor's um, got more plate appearances and more games, but Trey's got more hits. Uh, Lindor's got a better walk percentage. Trey's got a better batting average. They have the same on base percentage. They have the same slugging base. Yeah, the same slugging. Lindor's got him in OPS. No, they have the same OPS. They have the same OPS. If you're within five points, I just say it's the same. Right. And so they have the same on base, same slugging, same OPS. Yeah. Trey stolen ten bases. They have they have the same RBIs. Yeah. I think Lindor's meant more to the Mets. He's, I think he's played every single game. I think he's got a lot of clutch hits. I think they lean on him more there. Um, that's really tough. That's very similar. It's an eye for an eye. By the way, Dansby Swanson deserves a shout-out. He got off to a really slow start this season, and he's 
He's like in the mix, so I, I just want to give him some love. Contract year, Vandy go doors. Um, and this is the shortstop position where we've talked about defense matters a little more here. Um, well, the metrics hate Trey Turner right now. Right, right, which I Dodgers fans, you're going to have to let me know on that. All things do feel pretty equal here. Um, and I'm, in my head, I'm saying Frankie Lindor. I think he's been everything the Mets have needed this year. The defensive numbers like him a little more than Turner and the offensive numbers like him a little more than Turner. And you'd rather four homers than four doubles. Like if it, it, it's so even, you kind of if you're looking at yeah. the, the offensive number slash lines, it's so even. You kind of have to nitpick. You're splitting hairs. And the fact that Lindor has more homers, because the slash lines, the OPSs, they're very, very similar. It's kind of nuts. Really good baseball players too. Um, the fact that I, I believe Lindor is still played every day. Yeah, if not, very close to it, and I. I know that he's. Yeah, I'm gonna go Lindor. I was gonna try to find batting order stuff, but they're both top of their among the top of the lineup every every day, both three hole generally every day. Yeah, Lindor's been three hole forty one times and and two hole nine. And Turner has been eight. Oh, they got two Turners, so that's tough. Francisco Lindor. At shortstop, will be joined at second base by Tommy Edmond as they both pursue the Silver Daisy as they continue. Trevlin Edmond, did he give a reasoning? Trevlin Edmond with no reasoning, which is a little scary. Yeah, he got decision fatigue. He said Tommy. Just, he didn't look shit up. I don't think he looked. I don't think he looked a thing up. I, if if I had he to went guess, for the Daisy pursuit. I think he's in the pursuit of the Daisy, which is really tough for our guy Jazz. We've been trying not to have that cloud it, but it's hard. really um, tough. Easy one again at third base. It's Manny Machado. He has been. He's probably your NL MVP. Three fifty three average, four thirty two on base, five seventy two. Yeah, slugging. Wow, five seventy two slugging, one eighty two runs created plus. Uh, Young Thick having a solid year. Nothing near Manny Nolan Arenado having a really good year. He's not in Manny's territory. Yeah, it was Brendan close last Donovan. month between them. But. Yeah, Brendan Donovan, the rookie for St. Louis. He's he's had a nice little call up. Um, probably not in this realm. Uh, Brian Hayes deserves a shout. I didn't realize he's uh, 294, 377 on, on base. So good for him. And he's he's supposed to play otherworldly defense. But it's it's Manny Machado on the land side. Okay. Hey, tough break for CJ Cron. Cron. We didn't like say that, but he is I gave him a shout. Yeah, but he I mean he's um Fifth in the league slugging percentage. Yeah. But number one, same position, same league. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. All right, let's go to left field. Left field, wow. In the NL. Happer got it last time. I mean, we got to look at Jock Start's stats again because he's also a 586 slugging for Jock yeah. Peterson. Um, 
McNeil comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jorge Soler hitting homers, but he, Jack Peterson. Is he quali- Who's qualified here? McNeil's the only one out of those guys that are qualified. So you'd have to, let me drop it to, uh, let's say 150 plate appearances. See if that brings in. It's going to get you most of it. Well, that doesn't bring in Jock, but. Yeah. But that is a little, like Altuve and Ward were in the 140s. Jock's in the 130s. That is different. It feels mean, but. All right, I'll go to 130, which that brings in Jock. It does. He's at 133. That would bring in Jock. Uh, He's played 23 games in left field. How many is McNeil? Uh, McNeil, Jock was also out for a little bit. Uh, McNeil has played 19 games in left field. And Jock was 20-something? He was... He was 23 in left, 9 in right, 8 DH days. So around the same. Um... Man, Jock is... Wait, didn't you... You said 20-something? 23 and left, 9 and right. Okay. Five more. Eight DH days. But, uh... I think our buddy Inhap is out. Love you, Happer. Jock's percentage might be higher than McNeil's is what's... Like, McNeil has started 26 games at second, 18 and left. Um... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who's eligible before I can even fucking wrap my brain. Yeah, around. it feels like McNeil should be eligible. Um, I've I don't. This feels like a Jordan situation, except McNeil's versatility is like a good thing for the Mets. Like, yeah, they, yeah, but it's 37 percent, which I thought we had ruled out Judge at center like for that. I think each position's different. I mean, Jordan ended up winning left field, remember? But like, he was at 50, he was at 50 or he was at 40 something percent. He was below. Um he was at 40 he's something. At 18 in left, 25 in DH. DH. At so DH. I think for early in the year it's it's kind of got to be a feel thing. Yeah, um, 41% close, similar. So and within anything within 5, we say is the same. The end of the year, it's a more firm need need a certain number, but Profar got in the mix, which is cool. Uh, defensive numbers like him offensively is not there. Just give it to McNeil then. Him over Jock? Uh no, uh, just just because of games. But I think. I like Jock's numbers better than McNeil's. But McNeil brings a different type of Right, they're bat. different ball players. Jack Peterson's at this point essentially trying to hit a home run every time. McNeil he's doing yeah. pretty good. He's, he's not got, doing a bad job at that. He's got eleven Check out some left right. He's got uh, eleven home runs and hundred and thirty one plate appearances. Right? Is Jock platooning? Is he God, he's traditionally had up. lefty struggles. I don't know where he's at now. So what's that? Jock's hitting a home run every 11 at-bats? It's pretty nuts. He, Jock, is not really playing versus lefties. He's got 11 at-bats versus lefties this year. 
McNeil it is. I think he's he's got a better walk rate, better strikeout rate. He he's giving you something else with the bat. It, no one is really yeah. none of the everyday left fielders. That's that's I guess my my biggest yeah. frustration is some but, of you everyday left fielders. Yelly. McNeil not hitting lefties. No? No. What's his numbers versus lefties? 40 at bat, so he's played a little bit. Playing but, uh, against 175, a 492 OPS. 912 OPS against righties. 349, 394. 492? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. So this is a bad position. I don't like it. Their numbers are... Similar. They're both only hitting righties. I mean, Jock Peterson's OPS is 961 versus righties. McNeil's is 912, which is crazy because he's contact slappy guy. I think I'm going McNeil just because he made that catch into the wall the other day. And he is playing against the left. Jack Peterson got slapped in left field. I'm going Yadiel Hernandez. You're going Yadiel Final Hernandez. answer. You're going Yadi. Made yep. me very happy. Should Martin's I tell Trev to pick a left fielder? I'm not joking. Yadiel Hernandez has, has has Yadiel Hernandez has started um, 29 games yeah. in left field. He has a 300 batting average, a 343 on base percentage, a 462 slugging, an 804 OPS. Um, not a lot of homers, nine doubles. He plays left field every day. I hope his splits aren't atrocious. I don't. But no I'm, one else. I'm trying to look at it. I don't think he plays against lefties. <laughs> uh, he's got a 333 batting average against lefties in 27 okay. at bats. Yeah. He's played against some. When and he does, he hits. What a slop heap the left field is. Maybe in haps in. Why is no one? Layers around. It's Luke just a Gonzalez platoon spot. Getting sent down. What the hell? So naturally? the NL left field is just a platoon spot. But if you're an everyday out there, you're just not having a great year so far. Do we like want Chris leave? Taylor? What are you doing? Do we want to leave? How about this? Do we want it to be a rollover? No, I mean she, it's Yadiel over um, Happer right now. Sorry. Well, I think I might be still like McNeil over. I'm McNeil and Peterson over Yadiel. So what if we leave it as a rollover and someone can pick up two pedals? Because it's that messy, dude. Ask Trev. I don't know if that's allowed. I'm Yadiel Hernandez right now. Your guy. You gave him an award. I do like once. him. I've given him two awards. He's out there more than Jock, more than McNeil. When he gets at bats for lefties, he's doing it. Left field's a mess. Not sure what to do. McNeil doesn't play out there half the time, doesn't hit lefties. Peterson, Jock, he's been out, doesn't hit lefties at all. Jimmy's going Yadiel Hernandez, kind of a deep cut just because he's out there. He's got a couple stats. Well, his numbers are the same as McNeil's. What do you mean, a couple stats? Not the same as McNeil's. He hits. He hits. It's becoming a long voicemail. I threw out potentially a rollover. Someone can pick up two pedals next month. Want to get your thoughts on if that's available, or we will send you two options to pick from. Dude, 308 average versus 300. 362 versus 343. 450 versus 462. 804 OPS versus 812. Him and McNeil are 
right in the same line. Yachty's got a better walk percentage, a worse strikeout. But, I mean, that's... I'm involved in some Nat stuff. Attitude. Um, that's the uh, very similar slide. The vibe around Yachty's good. Like, uh, the, the vibe is... Oh, he always hits. He's a good story. He's an awesome cool story. Cool story. I've, just if we're looking for a vibe, right? Yadiel to the to the table of this show. I mean, I'd I'd go, I'd go Jock Peterson or McNeil over him. I, that's fine. I'm just saying you can't act like it's crazy. His numbers are the same as McNeil's. Uh, I mean, it's it's less games. The stats are just a little. Yeah, but it's similar to Jock. Who you're, it's more plate appearances than Jock. Who you're right. saying you're going him over. I'd I'd have to reach out to some of my Natitude fans because there's a lot of numbers that hate his defense and base running stuff, like, to a significant degree. So if that's true, I'd hate to be on the Talking Baseball podcast and defending Yadiel to the moon, but that's where I ask Nats Nation to reach out. Well, I mean, I think other people should take this, but Yadi's there. Um, well, I'm going to wait for Plus reaction. Until then... I wish Jack didn't miss time. I think he had it. Then I think it would be a layup. I'm going to go Jeff McNeil. All right, let's move to center field. We'll wait for Trev's text. Get better, NL left field. Figure it out, guys. Next month. Don't want to think. Do not want to think. Center field's interesting. Center field position. Uh, Brandon Nimmo. Doing good things for Los Mets. My guy Varsho comes back into play in the crazy year he's been having. Um, yes. Who else you seeing out there? Yastrzemski. How much center field has he been at? Harry Bader, Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I think we're drawing lines in the sand. Who won it last month? Last month was Brandon Nimmo. Uh, so he has a potential to keep it going. Yastrzemski didn't play much in April at all. And he's been splitting his time between center and right field. He's got 18 starts in center now, and 15 of them were in the month of May. Um, his Out of his last, like, eight games, uh, he's been playing a lot of center field. But I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Nimmo for me. I mean, he's... He's out there every day, right? He's out there every day. Uh, Yaz, the triple slash, has him, like, slightly beat in every category. Um, But center field, like you said, for shortstop, for me, that's just a whole different beast of a position. It's Nimmo. He's lead... Yeah. I mean, did he get hurt recently? Yeah, he got banged up, right? Yes. How hurt is he? Because if he's out for the season, which I don't think he is, we'll get hurt about that. Brandon Nimmo not expected to be on 10-day IL. Sprained wrist. Yeah, it's fine. I was going to say, even if he's out. Leading off center field every day, and I think this is what we said last month, and the, the stats have him at the top. He's, it's Nimmo. Good job. Happy for him. Good for Nimmo. We got a lot of Mets, or we're we just talking about a lot of Mets. They're a good team. There's a couple of Mets. They have been a good team. Oh, thank God we got an easy one. Right field, who you got, Jimbo? Mookie Betts. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's easy. Whew. He is. He's got a six fourteen slugging. Next highest is four seventy. He's got a one dot OPS. Next highest is eight. He's 
He's got a 300 average. He's got a 392 on base. It's Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Coveted NLDH. Mm-hmm. It was Vogelback who didn't have any RBIs from the DH position because oh, it's Harper, right? It's got to be Harper. Please make it easy, Harper. Make it be easy. Harper. Be Harper. Make it easy. It is. It is Bryce Harper. He's got 305 average, 354 on base, 586 slug, 940. He's been DHing. They'd love to get him out of there. He's, this is going to get fucked when he, stop, when he gets healthy, and then we don't know what to do with him. Yeah, the, the only guy that can really give him an argument is Alonzo. Alonzo's got three more homers in six more games. Everything else, Harper does have him beat across the board. Um, and it, it kind of deserves to be said, DHing not an easy thing to do. And Harper, since he's been DHing, he's been an absolute monster. Yeah. So I, I think that's deserved. Good job, Rice Harper. And Alonzo hasn't DHed that much. 14 times to Harper's 36. Yeah. We got it. Good job, Harp. Uh, National League pitching. Okay. Who do we got here? Not Herman Marquez. Nope. At all. Pablo had it last month. I don't think Pablo slowed down. Let's see. In the National League, your ERA leader is Pablo Lopez. Uh, 10 starts, 59 innings pitch. Right behind him in incremental degrees are Joe Musgrove and Corbin Burns and Sandy Alcantara. After that, there's a bit of a drop-off. Um, him and Musgrove, very similar numbers. Eerily similar numbers. Uh, Corbin Burns, kind of the same with one, well, not one more start than Pablo, one more than Musgrove. Mm. I'm kind of fine running Pablo over. He's the ERA leader. Musgrove is the FIP leader. Mm. That independent fielding, baby. Hey, Pablo and Musgrove, similar shit, but Musgrove has one more start. Which makes Lopez, Lopez has yeah, yeah, which more. makes Musgrove more. Wait, impressive? is Musgrove starting tonight? That could be our loophole. How about Looking Pablo for Lopez, it? Dude? Snell starts tonight for the Padres. Okay. And no Lopez for dude. Pablo Lopez game log is fucking awesome. No, no, this is Musgrove. Okay, hold up, hold up. Musgrove's game log is <laughs> awesome. Let me check Pablo's out. Damn, dude. It's Musgrove. Okay. Let me get there. Because their stats are eerily similar. But it's he hasn't taken a game off. It's Musgrove for me. I mean, looking at the... But what happened was this month, mm. Pablo had a 4.23 earned. He also had a three innings pitched, three earned. So those are two starts you kind of take off. You didn't complete the fifth. You didn't even come, you didn't even get into the fourth. Um, and then he also had a seven innings pitch, four earned, which is good. You went deep, but four earned. We're talking about the best of the best of the best. Right. Joe Musgrove's six innings pitch, two earned, 6.20. 
6.12627172627061. He hasn't given up three earned runs in a game yet, nor has he not pitched in the sixth inning, nor has he not completed the sixth inning. Musgrove has completed the sixth inning every single start and not given up more than three earned runs yet. That's awesome. Hear that, people? That's passion. Uh, I love it. I love it. He's one inning behind Pablo while being one start behind. Um, the ERA's right there. Uh, I love Big Joe. No losses on the season. You know that's important. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with Big Joe Musgrove. That's an awesome game log. It's cr- incredible. Perhaps. Trevor Plouffe responded. What do you say? What's the what's the debate right now? Going back left to left field. field. Oh, I tried to I put that in my rear view. What do you say? He said can't give a great answer, so I'm okay with rollover. He followed that with people don't play positions anymore. Back in my day! Exclamation point. I'm with him. Yeah. So we're what are we doing? I think it's a rollover. So whoever wins I it in June, someone gets can May get a also. double pedal next month. Does it have to be someone that was in conversation this month? No. Just no one won it. No. So the money just, stayed on the table. We're just not giving it out. <laughs> so for... Like, that's, well, that's my, reflects my opinion of the, of the position. Yeah, dude. All right. Great. I love it. Roll so over. So we're leaving it empty on the graphic that goes out. Roll over. Yeah. Roll, rolls yeah. over to you next say, month. You can, or you say no one won it. The graphic for these is because people never understand it anyway. Yeah. So he had a better, our team loves it. He had a better May. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. See you next uh, time. Just gave out a lot of pedals, and it was beautiful. Sound off in the comments. Turn your sound off. In the comments. In the comments. In the comments.